came up, and Brewster Place became a dead-end street. Brewster Place had less to offer the second generation of children, those of its middle years, but it did what it could for them. The street was finally paved under the WPA program. Cut off from the central activities of the city, the street developed a personality of its own. The people had their own language and music and codes. They prided themselves on the fact that Mrs. Fuelli's store was the only one in the city that carried scungili and spinach fettuccine. But it broke Mrs. Fuelli's heart when her son returned from the war and didn't settle on Brewster Place. And her cousin's son didn't either, or her second-floor neighbors. And there were the sons who never returned at all. Brewster Place grew old with Mrs. Fuelli and the few others who either refused or were unable to leave. A year before the Supreme Court decision in Brown v. Topeka Board of Education realigned the entire country, integration came to Brewster Place on the rounded shoulders of a short, brown-skinned man who'd been hired as a janitor and handyman for the buildings. He moved into the basement of 312, and when asked his name would reply, Just call me Ben. And that's all he was to be known by until his death. Ben and Brewster Place's Mediterraneans grew well acquainted from a distance. They learned that when they were awakened by the somber tones of Swing Low, Sweet Chariot, he was on one of his early drunks, and there was no point in asking him to do anything that day. He would yes him you to distraction and just never show up. And he learned that no matter how great the quantities of homemade vegetable soup and honey nut loaves brought up to him by old ladies clucking softly about his womanless plight, he would be met with cold and suspicious eyes if he knocked on their doors without a wrench or broom in his hands. Consequently, no one ever knew why Ben drank. Ben and his drinking became a fixture on Brewster Place, just like the wall. It soon appeared foolish to question the existence of either. They just were. And they were the first sight encountered by Brewster Place's third generation of children, who drifted into the block and precipitated the exodus of the remaining Mediterraneans. Brewster Place rejoiced in these multicolored Afric children of its old age. Brewster Place knew that unlike its other children, the few who would leave forever would be the exception rather than the rule since they came because they had no choice and would remain for the same reason. Brewster Place became especially fond of its colored daughters as they milled about like determined spirits among its decay, trying to make it a home. They were hard-edged, soft-centered, brutally demanding, and easily pleased, these women of Brewster Place. They came, they went, grew up, and grew old beyond their years like an ebony phoenix, each in her own time and with her own season, had a story. Maddie Michael The rattling moving van crept up Brewster like a huge green slug. It was flanked by a battered gypsy cab that also drove respectfully over the hidden patches of ice under the day-old snow. It began to snow again, just as the small caravan reached the last building on the block.
the moving men jumped out of the front of the van and began to unload the back. Maddie paid the driver and got out of the cab. The moist gray air was as heavy as the sigh that laid on her full bosom. The sun's dying rays could be felt rather than seen behind the leaden evening sky, and snow began to cling to the cracks in the wall that stood only six feet from her building. Maddie saw that the wall reached just above the second-floor apartments, which meant the northern light would be blocked from her plants. All the beautiful plants that had once had an entire sun porch for themselves, in the home she had exchanged thirty years of her life to pay for, would now have to fight for light on a crowded windowsill. The sigh turned into a knot of pity for the ones she knew would die. She pitied them because she refused to pity herself, and to think that she too would have to die here on this crowded street.